I came to challenge you to never get in the habit of saying what God cannot do. Even when it looks impossible, God is able to do anything. There is nothing that is too hard for God. God is a God of the impossibility. He's mighty. He's a miracle worker. He is a promise keeper. And there's nothing that he will not and nothing that he cannot do. Welcome to the Light of the World. I'm Jerry G. Martin, and today we're bringing you a dynamic message from Pastor Jackie as she encourages us that God is able to do everything that we need him to do. It's a message of faith, and it's a message of perseverance. Come go with us as we walk in the light of God's word. The Lord God Almighty, who is strong in battle. Oh, the King of Kings and the Lords of Lords. He calls the Armenian camp to hear a sound. They hear a sound that would seem like cherries. I didn't say there was cherries because it seemed like cherries because there was no cherries that was available. But they heard the sounds of chariots. They heard the sounds of horses gobbling. They heard it. It sounded like a mighty army that was rushing against them. So the spirit of the Lord intervened on the behalf of his people. God knows how to show up in your situation and cause things to switch around and change on a dime. Then the Bible says, that the king, I need you to see this other character in the story. The king says, listen, okay, they didn't came back, they didn't told us uh, uh, that, you know, now they're over in the enemy's camp and, and they, they, they was able to get the spoils, they were able to eat the good of the lamb. Now they're coming back and they're running to us. But the king, the king, when they got, when they got the saying, huh? You know, this is good news. We're not sharing it with everybody else. Let's run back and tell the king. But when the king got news, the Bible says this, that he got up out of his bed. And so he makes an assumption and he begins to assume. He says, listen, they are, the Armenians are plotting against us. What they are doing is they just want to draw us out of the city. They want to draw us out of the city. When we go over there running to them, they're just going to capture us. So the king, you know, the king heard the prophetic word from the prophet too. But the king had no wisdom. No understanding. So the king was like, okay, listen. So then there was another character, another officer within his camp. So wait a minute, king, wait, 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 wait. I know that you assume that they're after us, but can we just go scout it out? Can we just go check it out? What do we have to lose if we go check it out and begin to see if there's anything there? And so they went. He says, okay, I guess the king gave up. He says, well, all right, y'all just go ahead. And they were saying, well, if we miss it and we don't come back, we're going to all die anyway. 
So the king, so what happened? The king released them. They went out and then they began to come. When they came back, the Bible says they went the long way. And what I like about the scriptures, they said on the way, they began to see uh, clothing. They began to see articles. They began to see food. So they just, all they did was follow the trail and they get back to the camp. So now they have good news and they're running back to the king and they're telling the king, wait a minute, king, it is true. And they began to declare it throughout the city and the city, people in the city heard the the word of the Lord and they were like, okay, there's some good, there's some food over there. So y'all got to understand they were in a desperate place. You got to understand they were thirsty and they were hungry. You got to understand they didn't know where the next was coming from. Some have already killed their children. They didn't know what was coming next. You got to understand when they heard the news, they got up and they started running. They started running to the enemy's camp. They went back. They ran to the enemy camp. So much so that the king's soldier that was sitting on the wall, he was the one that was supposed to kind of organize things. He was the one that was supposed to kind of do traffic control. He was the one that was going to say, no, y'all slow down. Just slow down a little bit. But they were coming so fast till they trampled over him. So he got the chance to see the fulfillment of God's word. But in the midst of it, he was not able to partake. So what's the key to the model of the story? The Lord is saying to us, uh, when we doubt him, a lot of times we miss him. And you don't get a chance to partake of the blessings and the abundance that God has for us. See, God has it in store for us. He says, instead of doubting, begin to trust me. I talked to you last week about trusting God. He said, instead of doubting me, when I speak a word to you, you better believe it. You better begin to stand on it. You better begin to know that I say I am who I say I am. If I say it, I declare from the heavens heavenlies that you are healed, you better stand on your healing and claim it and say, yes, I am healed. Yes, I'm healed and I'm made whole and I'm complete in the mighty name of Jesus. If he promised you something, you better stand on the promise of the Lord because the God we serve is a promise keeper. He's not going to ever go back on his promise. There is nothing that is shifting in the kingdom of God. He's the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. If God said it, that sells it. If he told you it is so, let it be. Stand in faith, church, and begin to believe the miracle works of the Lord. We got to learn to believe. There's much more going on behind the scenes. We got to understand that God is at work. Don't let your eyes cause you to be limited in your vision, in your sight of what what God is doing. Don't let your ears be so stuffed up that you can't hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church in this hour. He is the God of the impossibility. If I say that there are going to be signs and wonders and miracles, guess what? There are going to be signs, wonders, and miracles to 
taking place. If I say the growths are going to fall off, what God is saying is going to happen, that we need to trust him, lean into him, and begin to have faith in him. We got to be confident, church, that God is good, that God is on our side, that he's working it out in our favor, even when we can't see it. I told you a few weeks ago that whatever comes your way, it does not catch God off guard. He knew it was coming. And matter of fact, some of it, he allowed it to happen in the first place. So why? So that you can get better, so that you can come closer. So what is he after? He's after having a relationship with you. That's what he's after. You want to know why you go through all the trials and the tests? He's after a relationship with you. And he's after relationship and see the kind of relationship that he wants. He don't want you just seeking his hand, but he wants you to seek him and to understand that he is God. When we praise God and we begin to magnify God for all that he said that he was going to do, listen, we'll watch it and we'll get to see it with our own eyes. We'll get to see the manifestation of God's glory. We'll get to see the manifestation of God's promises in our life when we trust him. I'm getting ready to close and I want to close with this. Yes, after all, you don't have nothing to lose. You ain't got nothing to lose if you trust him. Trust him to the fullest. Say, I'm going to put it all out on the table. I'm going to believe that God said it. And if God said it, I believe it. That settles it. I don't know what God is speaking into your life, but whatever word that God has spoken to you, I need you to begin to stand on the promises of God. If God said he's going to cause your family to come back together and reconcile, you be the gatekeeper. You say, listen, I'm going to stand on God's word. I'm going to get a chance to see it in my own eyes. I'm going to get a chance to see God move and God work on the behalf of my family. We serve an awesome God. He is mighty and he is a keeper of his promises. He will not lie to you. You can be fully confident in knowing. You got to come out of 21 days of fasting and, and believing God. I believe I told you last week this fast is like no other fast that we've gone through. Don't forget about the seed that you've sowed in prayer. Don't forget about the seed that you sowed in fasting. Water it. We're going to see God's hands. We're going to see the miracle working power of God like we've never seen before. A lot of us have not even begun to experience God's miracles. We've heard of it. We say our great-grandma told us about it. Our great-grandpa, he said something about it. You know, see, back then they didn't have a doctor. They didn't have the physicians. They didn't have places that they could run to for help. So the only places that they could run was Jesus. The sick got healed. Blind eyes came open. Provision was made for them. Go back and ask your great-grandma. Say, did God show up for you? He's the same God. And you can take my word for it. God will fulfill his promise. He will fulfill his promise.
If God promised it, he's going to fulfill it. I don't know about you, but as I heard the word of the Lord, I believe God was telling us, stop doubting. There used to be an old song that they sung so many years ago that said, if you would just only believe, all things are possible. How many in the room remember that? I've heard that. Oh, you, it says, if, if, if you would just only believe, all things are possible. Today, we're not going to ask God for one thing. But we're going to give God praise for all that he's already done. I need you to give God for the promise that he's already gave you. I need you to give God praise for the prayer that has already been answered. I need you to give God praise because he's already working on your behalf. Come on, church. Let's act like God is able. Father, we lift our hands in praise. He's able to wipe away every tear. He's able to mend your wounded heart. He's able to mend your brokenness. He's able to heal your body. He's able to restore you. This is Jerry G. Martin, and thank you once again for joining us as we have brought the Word of God to you, and we are hopeful that your life has been enriched and that you have been encouraged. It is such a privilege to come to you no matter where you are. You may be in your home or your automobile or your place of business. If you would like to hear today's message again in its entirety, you can do so by going to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can also join us on our website at lowcf.org. Again, that's lowcf.org. And as always, I invite you to be our guest at The Light of the World. We meet each Sunday at 10 a.m. at 16161 Old Humble Road. If you're in Cedar, Kingwood, Summerwood, Fall Creek, North Houston, Northeast Houston, you're in our neighborhood. Come and be our guest. I want to remind you that the Beacon Christian Bookstore is located right here on our campus. Almost every Christian bookstore in our city has closed, but we have an inventory of Bibles, communion supplies, Sunday school books, offering envelopes, study materials, or whatever you might need. Call the Beacon at 281-441-2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, May the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.